This is the Come Follow Me podcast with Jaron Bunny. Each week, I'll get with a group of church members from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in the Los Angeles area to discuss the Come Follow Me manual. Felt Christ taking the emotional burdens that I was bearing and put them on himself. Reading my scriptures every day, I see a huge difference. As soon as we repent and the atonement comes over us, we can have our sins be as white as wool. Their interpretations, feelings, and insights to help you study. Hey, 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 welcome back to the Come Follow Me podcast. Well, my voice is coming back, so that's a good thing. Sorry about that last episode, guys. That was rough. But now we have moved on, and I have had the Come Follow Me podcast on the road. I traveled out to Costa Mesa to talk to my good friends, Elle and Elena. And we talked about Easter, which is really fitting for the time. So let's get started. Dude, I always say no to podcasts. <laughs> because you frequently get asked. No, I actually get gotten yeah, asked like five times asked. for business. Oh. And I've always, always said no. But since I'm here, I'm her safe place. And she feels comfortable knowing that I will do it. Well, I get asked on a weekly basis. <laughs> welcome to the Come Follow Me podcast. And this week, um, we are studying Easter. So it's exciting. And I have two guests here. What are your names? Introduce yourselves. I'm Elle Holmes. I'm Elena Tuttle. And you guys are from LA. You guys are out here in Orange County. So yes, podcast on Costa the road. Mesa. Yeah. Yes, your first Costa Mesa gals. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just did a shaka. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first part, this was structured differently than the other podcasts or the other Come Follow Me lessons, because usually it's like, here's all the scriptures that you need to read, and then you kind of go through. This one was like Easter, like a theme, which was really cool, and I really liked. I think I'm just going to dive right in and start talking about the first section, Jesus Christ has power to help me overcome sin, death, trials, and weaknesses. And they go through each day of Easter, which I really, really liked. And so the first one is actually today, Sunday, which is the entry into Jerusalem where he, he rides in, in a horse Mm -hmm. and it's super triumphant, super like celebrity status, Yeah, you know, which I thought was really interesting because it reminded me in ways, not that it is totally likened to it, but like Mary on the donkey, Mm -hmm. like riding Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? about that. And then in the end, it was like, it was like full circle to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Isn't that cool? I never thought about that. And then on Monday, he was cleansing the temple, which I just, I kind of took a deeper dive into that because I was like, oh, I I wonder why he was like, he was casting out people in the temple. He was was like cleaning house before he was leaving. He's like, I gotta get things in order. Overthrowing tables. I and know. So, yeah. Which is so, like, such a I different side of, that. it's a different side yeah. of Christ in ways, right? It's like. Like, can, it shows his human side. We're just kind of yeah. being like, okay, this is like, not right. It reminds yeah. me sometimes when, like, we get chastised mm-hmm. um, from the apostles. Like, conference just recently yeah. when we got chastised. Yes. And it was. Hogstock. Always. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's like that side of, like, you know, brotherly love. You yeah, know what I mean? But like, there's like passion behind it. Like, yeah. And meaning behind it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think that's a difference. I think it's like, maybe I wouldn't say like anger, but like 
the passionate side of Christ. Like, yeah. Like, which is totally, you know, justified and, and maybe came out appearing to be like angry, angry, but really it's just like his, you know, passionate, like reverence of the temple and wanting it to be what it's supposed to be. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I took kind of like a deep dive in like what the Mormon.org has like these days kind of, um, out in an order and you can kind of learn more about it. And one of the things it said was the cleansing of the temple at Jerusalem was an act of bravery. We can take courage knowing that Jesus Christ did what he knew to be right, whether it's popular or not, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Cause I'm sure like it was probably popular to sell things at the temple. temple. There's tons of people around. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, Oh no, 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 no. Like this is not, not what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So even like, within our life, like some things that seem maybe popular, like even with like Holland's talk when he was talking about the sacrament and just being like, maybe it's popular to talk about the Pinewood Derby. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Sacrament. yeah it's sacrament, but like maybe we shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> so I really liked that. And then we have Tuesday and he was teaching in Jerusalem and Wednesday, I kind of read more about it, and they said that they don't have the events of Wednesdays are kind of unknown, but we just assume that he continued teaching. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this, and you know how, like, in life, people always talk about, like, if you had one week left on Earth, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And people are always just like, um, you yeah, know, I could, yeah, I would do all these, like, spontaneous things that, like, I want to do before I die, and, like, or spend time with my family, and... And, like, he knew he was going to die, and he spent the time teaching about God still. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts about that? I'm sure, like, like you said, we don't know a ton of the details. Um, Like, basically, from Thursday on, it's not hour by hour, but pretty specifically, Mm -hmm. we know sort of what happened. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, he was teaching the people and probably giving his last sermons, but I also think it was probably his opportunity to really have just, like, quiet time with the people that he loved. Yeah. Um, and like teaching his, if he had a family, families, I, I don't know that he, I don't think we know, um, yeah. spending time with his apostles and just like, sadly, like wrapping up everything that yeah. he needed to do before things kind of got crazy on Thursday. Yeah. 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 So Thursday was quite the day, to be honest, <laughs> like the Passover and Christ suffering in the garden of Gethsemane. I was thinking about that day, I was watching this video that the church has. He He's walking with the um, apostles down to the Garden of Gethsemane, and he turns and talks to Peter and says, like, Peter, you're going to de- deny me so, or, yeah, three deny times. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, no way, you know? And I, was, yeah. I feel like through this Come Follow Me manual, I've been on this journey with Peter because he is there walking on water. And he's, you know, he's just kind of like, Christ is like right-hand man in ways, like his first counselor mm-hmm. in ways. He's just kind of like around a lot in all these stories and accounts. And like, um, he received, I mean, he heard the voice of God and received the priesthood up in the mountain with Christ. Like, yeah. it's like all these extreme things happen to Peter. Yeah. Okay. And it's just like, to think that, I mean, he would deny him because yeah. he was like, no, I'll go to prison. I'll, I'll die for you. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Christ knew, and it was just like, and he was even warned, like, you're going to do this. Yeah. And yet it, like, still happened. And when I was watching the video and seeing, like, because he wept after he denied him three times, and he heard the the rooster crow, 
and he just starts weeping on the ground. And now I just like felt for him. I really did. And I just kind of like felt, um, there's a scripture in Matthew 26, 41. And it was like the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of like thinking about that, even with the regards of like, they fell asleep when he was like, yeah, hey, dude, like, that. could you just like, saw that today just, like stay up for like an hour? Yeah. Yeah. And like, they fell asleep and he came back and he's like, you can't even like stay, stay up, up for an hour. For an hour? <laughs> And it kind of, I likened, I was thinking about that a lot this week and I likened it to this. How many times are like, does, um, the apostles and the prophets, um, have told us to like, can you just go to the temple mm-hmm. or can you just do your ministry mm-hmm. assignment Doesn't or can happen. you, and yet we are so lazy. Like yeah, they okay. fell asleep. That's like laziness. Mm-hmm. And like, that is kind Even of like, feel like us. so passionate about something. When it comes down to actually doing it, it doesn't happen a lot. Because the flesh is, really is weak. <laughs> the spirit is willing. Yeah. Like, you want to do it, mm-hmm. but you can't. I yeah. also, I also, as I was kind of reading through this, um, I like what you said about, like, kind of taking this journey with Peter. Yeah. Because there's a few times in the scriptures where, like, not that he's, like, chastised, but he, it almost seems like he gets a short end of the stick, like, oh, you're going to be the one denying <laughs> And yeah. then, like, after Christ was resurrected, which we'll come to probably a little bit later, he had, like, a full-on conversation with him and didn't even realize it was him until yeah. he was gone. And sort of how I kind of thought about this was, um, and we're seeing this more and more as the church gets bigger and there's more controversy around people in the church. But I think it's important to remember that even Christ's right-hand man, who was, you know, ordained of God to be an apostle, apostle, a special witness of Christ, even he is imperfect. <laughs> and we see times someone who had a personal close relationship with Christ who failed him. Yeah. And I think it's important for us to not, you know, fully vest our our testimonies in the people who are leading the church. Like it is important. Like yeah. we de- we do need to have a strong testimony of them, but to recognize that they too are imperfect. Oh, totally. And like with a lot of the changes that are happening in the church, yeah. I feel like a lot of people are sort of um, like nitpicking into that and thinking about like how people are affecting the church. And I think this is a great example of someone who was an incredible person and a very close friend of Christ who just wasn't perfect. Oh, totally. Yeah, if your testimony is based on like leaders or like church on other people, yeah, or church culture or like anything like that besides the gospel, then it's. Yeah, you're going to be... Yeah, you're going to... Shaky. Struggle. You're going to be in trouble. So, any other insights from, like, the Passover, like, the sacrament that he... Well, I was just thinking of Peter again, because it, like, he was his right-hand man. Yeah. And I'm... This is sad, but I'm thinking about a lot of people in my mission. Yeah. And they were, like, the strongest missionaries ever. And you would never think that they would, like, waver. Right. And a lot of them came home. Yeah. And were just kind of over it. Well... And it's really sad, but it's like, we're all human and we're all going to go through ups and downs. True. And it's like, it's never too late to come back. No, never. Never too late. But I think something that Christ said to Peter was just like, uh, Satan like is going to like tempt you, you yeah. know, like, and it, I think sometimes like the strongest person sometimes does get the most temptation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, cause Satan does not want the work to continue. Yeah. But then also just like, it was just like sad just to watch all the like because you throughout this journey of like seeing christ like 
show so much love to all of a sudden see him in so much pain. Mm -hmm. Like that was like such a hard night. Like it was just like he was in so much pain. And then right when he was like done, he's confronted with a mop. Could you imagine having like just a really tough, like, I don't know, like you're really sick. Like you're throwing up a bunch. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something like you're really weak. I can imagine that. You're just like really weak. Like, (laughs) right. And then like something comes at you, you have to like deal with and you're like, I'm just, like, not feeling it right yeah. now. <laughs> like, a crowd of angry people come and arrest you. Yeah. And you're like, I yeah. just had, like, like a really crazy. bad moment. Yeah. 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 And, like, now I'm having even – it was, like, the worst night. Well, and feeling worst. like you're, like, your closest confidants, like, kind of failed you a little bit. Like, yeah. Like, and being betrayed. Yeah. yeah. Feeling that alone. So much. Feeling, you know. like, hatred in your life from other people. Like – But, like, look at how he reacted. Oh, I know. Like, to me, that's one of my absolute favorite, like, traits about him. Because he's betrayed by one of his closest friends. And he is coming off of just the worst night of his, of anybody's existence ever. Yeah. And when his apostles react, you know, angrily, he just, like, immediately brings peace back to the situation. I know. That part when, like... Um, of one of his followers goes to cut yeah. the ear, yeah, and then like he heals him, just <laughs> like immediately does not like, and then he says like, um, like something about like shouldn't I drink the cup that is like given to me from my heaven, like from God, saying kind of like I'm supposed to be doing this because mm-hmm. at any moment God could have stopped it from yeah. happening. Yeah. yeah, obviously Christ probably could have stopped it from happening. Yeah, yeah, and yet it was like. The whole time I even wrote down, I was like, because there's so much characteristics from that night. And I was like, fulfilling our mission on earth. That's what I realized. It's like Christ came down to earth to fulfill God's mission. And like we are here and we're supposed to fulfill our missions on earth. Mm-hmm. Not letting that stop us, I guess. Like mortality, not letting us get. Yeah, you just have to be so determined. Like, I know. Imagine? <laughs> I know. And, and humble too. Because yeah. like he... I think if we, I don't know, I I mean, I'm sure a lot of us knew sort of what we were going to encounter in this life, and we were still willing to come down here. Yeah. But, like, Christ especially, like, looking at what his mission was going to be, he even asked God, like, hey, if there's a chance, could you take this away from me? (laughs) Yeah. And, like, he was so humbled to accept, because, like, nevertheless, not my will, but thine. Yeah. And it's, like, that's something that I think, especially like maybe people of our generation, um, but me personally need to understand is like, I have this idea of what my mission is, but I, at this point in life, I don't really know what my mission is. And to be honest, it's probably going to be very different what God wants me to do than what I want to do. And so be willing to be like, this is going to be hard. And like, if there's an easier way to do it, like maybe you can hook it up. But <laughs> if not, like, nevertheless, like I'm going to do it. And to me, that's just a great example of faith. And humility. Well, you know yeah. how like our missions are like hazy. Like we don't, we're not yeah. really like positive exactly. Wait, missions mm-hmm. as in like in life, in life, like in life. Yeah, like what God specifically wants us to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was like that when for Christ, Christ came? No way. No. Like he, just he knew. knew the whole time. He knew like, no, because like, like a twelve year old at the temple. Yeah, at the twelve year old temple. Yeah. I mean, he knew that he had to die because yeah. he talked about it to the apostles, no and the apostles all the time were just like. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. They even said in the scriptures, they'd be like, 
the apostles would be like, what? Death? What? You're not going to die? Yeah. Like, they did not get it. So even throughout this week, I think they were also kind of like, even the Gethsemane, they fell asleep. I don't think they knew what was happening. No, no. Or else I don't think they would fall asleep. It was probably just like surreal. Like, even if, you know, Christ was telling them, like, this is what's going to happen, it probably didn't seem real. Well, think about how hard it's for just a human. Yeah. Yeah. No, of course. Um, but you think that also, like, you're seeing so many miracles. Like, they're yeah. seeing people come back from the dead. I know. I wish that you just think that all things are possible. miracles today. Well, I mean. We do. I mean, but yeah, but not like, I've never seen that right in front of my eyes. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the miracles we are seeing now are not physical. They're spiritual. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was so say. much physical healing was happening. So much. So much. Yeah. Then now it's spiritual healing that's happening. Yeah. I guess it's easier to conceptualize when it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, this person's sick. Oh, they're not sick. Yeah. Yeah. And like, they were dead and now they're not. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw it with my eyes. Yeah. Can't really deny that. Spiritual ones are just as amazing. Like someone turning to Christ and seeing their life turn around Mm -hmm. is such a amazing, it's almost just as big as of of a healing as a physical healing. Because they're spiritually, like, healed. It's even more, to me, more amazing for someone to be internally healed. Yeah. That's true. That's something that no amount of modern medicine can can do. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And I think, like, I have never really experienced any type of, like, drastic physical miracle in terms of uh, physical healing. But... In terms of spiritual and for me, emotional healing. Yes. Like, I I have like a specific instance that comes to mind that I wrote down um, where it totally was a miracle. And I, my emotions were like, I literally felt God, Christ, excuse me. I felt Christ taking the emotional burdens that I was bearing and put them on himself. And I didn't have it for just a night, yeah. for an evening. Well, I was alone in my room yeah. and I felt his presence with me. And, you know, I didn't see an angel. I didn't see someone be raised from the dead. But the, I go back to that night so frequently remembering, like, this was incredible. This yeah. was a night that I felt somebody take my burdens. And it was see, really it's cool. like they're, like, physically taking them, too. I know. Yeah, you feel heavy. Yeah. yeah and then you yeah. feel light. Yeah. it was. It's the cool. coolest human experience that you can possibly have. Yeah. And yet so many people have never had it. That makes me so sad. I know. Isn't it sad? Like, I had my birthday just recently, and it was, like, so much love coming at me, right? Like, so many people were telling me, like, characteristics that they liked about me, and, like, yeah. well, mostly because I was asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, so much love. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, ooh, I'm all pumped up with love. Yeah. But then I was like, you know what? Like, I feel this pumped up of love daily when I see Christ. Yeah. That it's, like, crazy that, like, I don't know, people don't feel that way every day, but I feel that way every day. It's, like, such a stark contrast when you, like, just do the little things. Yeah. You know? Because there are times when I don't read my scriptures. I'm not really going to all hours of church. Of course. You're human. Stuff like that. Like, flush But when I'm, like, okay, I need to make an actual, you know, like, I really need to try because I need help and I need support. And once I'm doing it, give me like a week and I'm like reading my scriptures every day. I see a huge difference. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of Especially crazy. Especially if you're going through something. Yeah. You're like, wait, this is so much lighter. Well, oh, I yeah. think that's it's why crazy. we need crap to happen in our lives. Exactly. Because yeah. for me, like when I am 
doing really well with everything in life. It's only a matter of time for me, just like the cycle in, you know, the pride cycle you learn about in seminary institute, the book of Mormon. It's like, it's only a matter of time before I start to kind of be like, I'm good with this on my own. Yeah. Yeah. And then something happens. I'm like, the pride cycle. Yeah, dude, the pride cycle is on a loop. For me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> it's on a freaking loop. Oh. Yeah, it's like you gotta humble. <laughs> I gotta get humble. <laughs> okay, so now we're at Friday, and Friday is the whole trial, which is so crazy too. Yeah. Um. And how pilot, he, how he was just like, I don't see any fault in this guy, but he had to like make peace. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That guy sucks. I don't know how (laughs) he died. Like, I remember there was a, I I think it was, I sleep well with that. He, well, he washed his hands. hands. I know. That doesn't do anything, (laughs) pilot, let me tell you. Yeah. No, I remember watching, there was a church video called The Land of God. Yes. Yes. As a child growing up. Yeah. It was one of the few Sunday approved films we could watch (laughs) and um that used to make me so angry yeah because here was his out like yeah like I don't have any yeah proof that's why I mean it had to be that way it had to be that way and it was at first pilot he had to be the guy yeah I know he had to be the someone had to be like Peter Peter had to be the one yeah and Judas yes and Judas yes someone had to be Judas yeah Poor Judas, Poor man. Judas. Oh, I, they all, I we, feel we all have. The didn't he? Didn't he commit suicide? He did. Yeah, yeah, he did. So, I know all these characters are just like, oh, I know, and it's sad. It's Poor sad Mary. Though. Poor yeah. Mary had to watch it all happen oh, in the streets, and she's like, "Don't kill my son," you know, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's insane. It's insane. It's a tough story. Anyways, so that happens. And then um, they were, like, crucify him. And even, like, they, I think he, like, the, I always wondered, like, why all the brutality? Like, why mm-hmm. all the whipping? Yeah, the, especially because he. was just barbaric back then. Because he underwent well, the suffering in Gethsemane the night before. I know. You know? And in this video I watched, it was, like, you know how he, they say, like, he bled from every pore? In this yeah. video, he's, like, covered in blood, and he's, like, washing the blood off of his face from, like, a river in a stream mm-hmm. or something. And then he, like, meets the mob, and he still has, like, blood all over him in ways because mm-hmm. he just had that situation happen to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's, like, that was brutal. Mm-hmm. And then you go to, like, another, like, physical brutality. Yeah. And it's, like, why all the physical brutality? That's a good question, actually. Like, I don't... So much physical pain. Yeah. That he had so to endure. Much... I can't... And I can't even imagine the emotional pain. It was probably way worse. Like, think about your emotional... Oh, yeah. he go through, and he went through all of them. I know. Like, can you imagine? I try not I to. I truly cannot imagine the amount of pain. And for being, like, such a loving, perfect mm-hmm. person. Yeah. To go through so much pain. Anyways, so then he was crucified, and then um, Saturday, they um, laid his body in the tomb. I thought it was interesting that, like, I read how the pilot had um, guards. Mm-hmm. Like, they sealed the tomb with a stone yeah. and they had guards there because they were like hey like it's been told that he's gonna rise from the dead we don't want the apostles like stealing his body and mm-hmm. saying that he rose from the dead mm-hmm. yeah which i thought was so interesting but yeah. there was like safeguard for that not to happen mm-hmm. yeah 
interesting. Isn't that interesting? I also yeah. wonder if like, and this is totally not anything that's rooted in anything doctrine, but I also wonder if like they were afraid that he would come back. Yeah. I, and, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sure they would be. Because like, I mean, Christ, even people who didn't believe he was the Messiah believed he was a prophet or a wizard or something. Like they knew that he, he wasn't just a normal yeah. human. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. so like, I'm sure that they were probably afraid. Like this guy, especially Pilate, like, dude, I'm sorry. Like, I, I could have stopped have done it. Something terrible. I may have done something yeah. terrible. And like, yeah. if when if and when you come back, like, I want guards there because I don't want to have to like, I don't want this to come back on me. <laughs> yeah. I thought that, like, I wonder if part of him it was fear. Was afraid. It was fear. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been. Maybe. I mean, you just <laughs> I mean, you just did something terrible to a person yeah. that was innocent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And was told that he would come back. Yeah, probably yeah. be kind of scared, too. I would be so scared. So then that happens on Saturday. And then um, we get Sunday, his appearance, and how, I guess, like, two angels appeared and, like, moved mm-hmm. the rock, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty cool. Like, it just shows, again, that, like, that rock's not going to really matter. No. no. The guards, <laughs> they yeah. did not the matter. Guards did not they matter. Did not matter. <laughs> they move mountains. Yeah, <laughs> like, sure. literally. Like all things are possible with God, so it's like it's kind of like oh, silly humans. Yeah, <laughs> oh, the yeah, rock. yeah, that was cute. That was cute. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not gonna do. Yeah, that's gone. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mary, right? She was the first one to see Christ. Is that right? Was she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she she went there to <laughs> like tend to his body or like change and the wrapping. And he was gone. He's gone. And so then he. I think she thought that it was like a gardener or someone was behind him or her when mm-hmm. she was right. It was just like, oh, give me the body back. Mm-hmm. And then it was Christ. So I love that. I love that yeah. she wakes up early in the morning and that she's the first person there. Like she cared about him so much that, I mean, she beat all the apostles there. They came later. They missed him. You know? <laughs> I know. Like True. she was. I'm rolling out of bed late. Yeah. I love, <laughs> I've always loved that about her, that she was yeah. there like early in the morning. Well, all the women in the scriptures about like that tend to Christ, like there's so many women that were like um, ministering to Christ during the mm-hmm. whole thing. And it just shows again, like, I feel like how much God loves women. <laughs> they're, they're tender. <laughs> they're just yeah. so like, yeah. He loves us. Um, But yeah, and then um, how um, doubting um, Thomas too. Mm-hmm. How when when they he heard and like he didn't he didn't believe that like he came back and yeah and he wouldn't believe it unless he saw it was another yeah. thing that was interesting. He's like, I won't believe it unless I see the physical hands pierced yeah. and like. Um, whereas like Mary just she believed it automatically, yeah. like didn't yeah. need to see anything physical with like hands. Mm-hmm. That's it. That was also interesting. It was like people didn't recognize him and then they recognized him after or they recognized him. Like they tell you like to go through the accounts. Yeah. I thought that was so, why? Why do you think that happened? I actually have thoughts about this because I kind of pondered on the Luke excerpt. Luke 24. 13 through 35. (laughs) Yes. um, With, I think it was Peter and Cleopas when they were, um, on the road to Emmaus mm-hmm. and Christ comes up to him, comes up to them. And they, it says their eyes were holding that they would not know him. Yeah. So it's almost like uh, when you look at the reference, it's their eyes were restrained. 
So it's almost like there was like another veil there. Like they, they didn't, they yeah, couldn't, they see, couldn't him. see him. Yeah. And so they go on to have this conversation with him. And my favorite part is, um, I'm going to read actually a little excerpt from yeah. this, um, verses 31 through 32 or 30 through 32. And it says, and it came to pass as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and break and gave it to them. So they're like sitting down with this guy having a meal. Yeah. And their eyes were opened and they knew him and he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way and while he <laughs> opened to us the scriptures. And to me, I I pondered on this scripture for quite a while because it made me think, you know, we don't have physical Christ walking around in our lives, right? right. Like someone dressed in a robe is not going to come up and be like, oh, you're Jesus. Like that, right. that won't happen. But I do think that as members of the church, we are really blessed to have the gift of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And like they said, you know, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us, by the Ooh, way? It made yeah. me think of all of the things that are fighting for our attention, especially at this age, like as young, single adults. Yeah. You know, we have so many things fighting for our attention. And honestly, sometimes it's really hard to tell what's good and what's bad. Yeah. But here after the fact, they they recall that like they felt that burning and like and in the sad part is that it was after the fact. We're like, wait, why didn't we pay attention to like that amazing feeling that like yeah. this was good? He, this was Christ. And it just kind of made me think like for me, I need to be so much more focused on that feeling and look for that feeling and find Christ in my life, like in the daily things. Yeah. Rather than, you know, looking back and being like, oh yeah, in that situation, Christ was there. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I love that. I didn't get that insight. But now looking back, I'm like, Yeah. That's just, for some reason, that really stuck out to me. That was the, maybe that's what I needed most. Um, but as I studied this whole lesson, that story just was something that I had never really thought about before. We oh, probably do gosh. that all the time. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. the world is so loud for us, but it was mm-hmm. probably like that for them. Like, yeah, they had their chaos. own distractions. Oh, and, yeah. And yeah. they wouldn't have known that this guy they ran into on the road, like, was th- crazy. No, yeah. yeah. Plus, he probably was like, Definitely looking different, too. Yeah. Well, and their eyes were strange. So, like, there was something that was affecting the way that they were seeing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whether that be a veil or just our own distraction. Yeah, it's a great allegory for, like, where we are in mortality, right? Because our eyes are restrained. Yeah, Yeah. I wrote in the corner here, do we have eyes to see? Mm -hmm. And and that's kind of, like, the situation. At times, they didn't have eyes to see. Exactly. And some people, it was, like, with Mary, it was, like, he said something, and automatically she was, like, Okay, wait, actually, you know what I mean? Like yeah. she, she saw that versus some people, they didn't, you're right. They didn't don't. see him until mm-hmm. yeah. like later. I think we just don't give ourselves the opportunities sometimes because there's just so many things we could be doing. Yeah. It's crazy. Like if we're not in the right yeah. headspace, we're not preparing ourselves or. Yeah. Like when I just don't have the spirit with us. Yeah. yeah. When but, I left my mission. Yeah. They like get like one last interview with your mission president and he gives you whatever advice he like thinks she should give you and he gives yeah. you a blessing and he was like l the one thing i want you to do is meditate and like do yoga and surfing and just have quiet time you have to have yeah. it otherwise yeah. you're not gonna be in tune yeah and i was like oh that's like some interesting stuff mm-hmm. to tell me like that's the most important thing he wanted to tell me mm-hmm. and i do do those things and i disconnect but I could be better. <laughs> no, we all can be better. Something that um, Holland, I read a talk that Holland gave, and um, it was about Easter. It says, like, he gave his only begotten son for me, and that's saying something about my worth. I like that. Yeah. yeah. 
And I, I love that quote. Could you read that one more time? He gave his only begotten son for me, and that says something about my worth. That's legit. It's I so love true. Yeah. Because, like, he loved his son so much. He's, like, the most perfect person. Like, how could you not? How could you not? People, like, he came to earth and, like, people loved him, of mm-hmm. course, because how could you not love this perfect person? Mm-hmm. And then he did exactly the thing that God wanted him to do. He never rebelled. He didn't give in to temptation when Satan tried. Mm-hmm. He literally was like the most like, you know, like people have kids and it's like, you got that perfect kid that like always does the right thing. <laughs> and you're kind of like, yeah. or, like, you gravitate to that person because they're like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then like, I don't know. And then he, he dies and like the reunion of that must be just so amazing. And so just like triumphant as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like must, it just shows how much he loves us. Yes, I have never thought about that, but I think I'm going to use that a lot because this year, one of my goals was to try and build a better relationship with God because for some reason that's been hard for me. And um, I like what you bring up. I'm going to, I'm going to use that. Yeah. This year um, for my birthday, I asked everyone to share uh, qualities that they loved about me. (laughs) (laughs) And some of them are repeats from previous years that I've already heard. <laughs> which is fine. Which is fine. I'm impressed that you remember. Oh, yeah. I remember what people say about me. So, which is fine. I, I love hearing the repeats. Um, but some of them were new. And I took note of the new ones because I realized that as I've come closer to Christ, I have inherited characteristics of Christ that I never had before. And I could realize and pinpoint, oh, that's not me. That's Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? I love that. <laughs> Which was really cool to see. Yeah. And I don't know. I just feel like that's the whole point is yeah. to come into him and to be like him. Like he showed like the way yeah. and like that's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. When I, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> We sometimes just, like, focus on the dumbest little things. Oh, yeah. You know? And, like, the dumbest little rules. And he tries to make it so simple for It us. is so simple for us, but and we make it complicated. like, 15 times. Yeah. To get the point across. Yeah. And I think we forget that a lot. Yeah, one thing I always, like, had a weird time. Like, I when you hear about all the suffering and everything he went through for me... I remember thinking, like, I think I asked my mom or my parents at different times in my life, like, how can I pay him back? Like, what can I do to, because I feel so bad that he did everything for me. And the answer is always, like, like you know, you know, repent and live as well as you can. Mm-hmm. And, I'll, I mean, I, I want to do my best to, like, not sin so I can, like, cause Christ less suffering. Yeah. But I'll always make mistakes. But at the end of the day, like, I really think ways that we can show him that we appreciate his atonement and his example is just being that for other people yeah Mm -hmm. that's what i need to be better at no it's all of us (laughs) it's like i mean in the end like we he needs to know us as true disciples just like his disciples when he came like Mm -hmm. like he has to see us as that and then we will recognize well i mean when he comes back again Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that he is Christ. Mm-hmm. So it will be a little different than when he came back. Yeah. Um, because it would kind of be like when he came to the Americas, actually, because everyone kind of knew. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a good point. I they're love that part them. of scriptures. No. Ah, there yeah, is nice. It is the best. Um, you guys, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for sure. having us. I hope it wasn't as scary as like, you might. <laughs> Hopefully we did good for you. You know what? No. I, it was not scary. Um, I just, you know, to persevere with faith. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love Jesus. I, love I do. Jesus. I love Jesus. I wish I was more like Jesus. Me too. And I, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you're doing me. this because it gave me the opportunity to study this with more purpose. Oh, yeah. Every so, time for great. the podcast, like, I, yeah. if anything, this is for myself because I am learning so much I more than I did before. Yeah. So, signing off. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.